0: welcome back to the Apprentice One-to-One podcast. It's been a while since I've done one of these. And um, as I mentioned on other recordings, that's because stuff got in the way, life got busy and um, some of these had to go on hold. The guest I've got with me on this one is a gentleman who's been very patient because he was due to come on a few months ago. So I've got to apologize for the small delay of several months in this happening, but it's brilliant to, to finally get this recorded. And um, I've got with me today, Leo Clark. And how are you, Leah? I'm all like, right, thank you. How are you, Sal? Yeah, yeah, I'm good, Cheers. Thanks very much for coming on and having a chat. Um, the whole idea of these podcasts is to meet as many people throughout the industry as we can and, and see the different stories and backgrounds of how we all enter and work as electricians. And I, th- yeah. I think you've got another cracking story to add to the mix already of the people we've had on. So I'm looking forward to having a little little chat with you uh, this evening.
1: Yeah, definitely. So basically, i start. Of- by saying that the journey that I followed, the first person I watched on YouTube was a guy named Nick Bondi. Um that was in 2018. But I didn't actually I finished my retro, retro journey until 2019, December. So I was trying to look at different routes to go by and I was sort of off by like the GCSEs. because when I left school, I didn't leave with hard identification at all. So like, and after like, the school I went to, I went to like a special needs school because I was, I was born um, like pre premature by by like six weeks. So like, I went to a mainstream school up to like the age of like, six, and then then moved me over. But the good thing is now I'm on a I'm on the right path. I'm still trying to find an apprenticeship like the I'm working as a t- t- laborer for a good company doing um industrial work. My background that I've got at the moment is I've worked in domestics, I've done commercial, and I'm not qualified yet, i have done to it.
0: Brilliant stuff. Yeah, I mean, Nick's got a really powerful channel on YouTube. I'm not surprised you've been watching him. He's absolutely, absolutely huge. And obviously, as you'll know, he's got his apprentice, Adam. So seeing their journey together and how that relationship works is, is brilliant for us as, as viewers of that channel. And to, to hear you um, kind of taking that same journey yourself. So you're not actually on an apprenticeship as such. Are you doing um, college and then working a day job as an electrician's mate? Do I understand that well, right at the minute? I work. I
1: work as an electrician's mate. Well, what about... Basically, I start from the beginning. The first company, I to names, I okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The first yeah, the first company I went for was uh Pennant Electrical Services in Leicester. Now they they did domestic, industrial, and commercial free, but I only did commercial for six months. And then um the promise an apprenticeship, in friendship, but I was because of my age, you know, it's it's a bit, it's a, it's a bit different twenty nine because my age is a bit different. So, like, when COVID came in, I got let go, and mean, I sent out um 250 emails via, like, the, um, the NAPEC and NIC. Yeah, the NIC, guys, I mean, I got um got about 20 emails response back. You know, working with one man's band, you know, promised me it probably works. Like, oh, yeah, you know, you can do this and that, whatever for about a year, but it wasn't regular all the time. It was like, two weeks here and we go on there sort of thing and then after when coverage finished I sent some more some more emails out uh, I've the this job that I'm doing now there's some probation and um, it's industrial industry and I've said yeah I look well they're looking at routes to take but I don't think I would get a friendship but I still would like to get a friendship because I want to be a qualified spark in my I but I don't sort of a spark I want to be like a manager or supervisor as well i can get a goal card. So, oh, yeah, I've got some things about that as well.
0: Yeah, brilliant. I mean, that's a that's a, a common experience you've got there. Certainly with people I've been speaking with through Apprentice one to one. There's loads of people out there who've, you know, unfortunately lost the jobs in the last year or so, and it's it's pretty tragic. But you sound like someone who's been as resilient as you can be by sending those uh, applications out and, and inquiries to try and find new work. So credit to you for that. And it sounds like you've had a little bit of success there and got yourself replaced. So you know that's that's really good and that's self responsibility on you. Right there that you've taken those steps and, and you've done that. And uh yeah, now you can kind of hopefully press on and if if the opportunity comes, you know, maybe get onto a proper apprenticeship place. Is that kind of what you're looking for? Or are you happy in yeah, what you're
1: doing? Well, I'm happy what I'm doing, but I personally think that to get an apprenticeship will be even though okay, I know people keep saying about the money, also, I'm not I'm you know, not really not really bad about, about the money, like i I want an experience, like I wanna I wanna learn all of it, you know. I mean like um I wanna you know, I want to do domestic commercial industry, I wanna do all three. I wanna you know, learn like all sectors, I wanna be like properly qualified. But as well, I do wanna step into after I've stepped into a qualified position, not qualify. we should probably take about three, four years time. I do wanna like do like my position, a manager position, sorry, or supervisor position. And then from there I do one company. Also would like to start my own channel as well, so I can show people that. You know, no matter what background you come from like you know I was born free from a chore you know I, pre- you know I mean like, I hardly got any qualifications you know I, mean, I don't know no. you can, whatever, whatever you take you know I mean you, you can do what we had to it you know what I mean
0: yeah I mean that's a brilliant mindset and outlook and, and credit to you for that you are dead right you can put your mind to anything and make it happen it's, it's on us at the end of the day to, to make those efforts isn't it and you're out there doing that now and um, yeah you, you, you've got great goals there to get into a management position you see you're, you're 29 now so you know you, if you want to be transitioning towards that as you become qualified in, in two or three years time you can really accelerate your career if you've got that drive and determination about you which it certainly sounds like you have so you know that's, um, that's a powerful thing you've got right there already that that determination in yourself so can I ask about your, your qualifications at the minute? Have you taken any exams or anything? Or are you still on that journey that you're learning? Well, um, um
1: I go back, back a little bit. 2019. I got, I got missold. sold. It was I say it's a short course, but um a guy came around my house from New Trade's career who I never remember before. And basically it's like a a private, it's like a, a private um course and the man like came with a list of things and at the time he said uh for the full course it's like um eight thousand pound eight thousand pounds that includes your mvq aim 2s level level two level three h part p 2392 inspection and verification uh, level two and three so me and my auntie sat down and I was like, I do want to do it all, but I don't want it to be a scam. So I say I read reviews, mixed sure reviews by different people. So I paid for my Asian edition, my Part my part P and my 239.2 well, three, two, three two special medication, which I'm still going for now at the moment. I've just booked the practicals for start September, September um, to, to do that. And hopefully I can do it. If we don't get a project, I'll be doing an evening class, evening course, sorry. Um, so at the moment, I'm gonna qualify No, I'm not sure qualified. I'm just got experienced at the moment with my ECS card and my CFCS card.
0: Yeah. So is your is your kind of goal now to work towards getting the gold card? Is that kind you want? What you want to attain? Is that what you yeah. you're looking to achieve in the end?
1: I I want to obtain. Well, I want to obtain my gold card. Meet as many things as I possibly can. Work with, well, work with everyone as much as possible, um, and just learn different sections, sections of action trade. I I don't want to be like, I don't want to be lazy. I want to be like good, proper like, spark. Like I want to be like really
0: good. Yeah, that's like, fantastic. Really, like, um, I'm making,
1: want to make making my goal. I do want to start channeling as well. Yeah, but because because when I'm working now it's quite funny having phones on site, so I can't like get my phone out and <laughs> Don't think there's
0: prohibited. Um, concrete plant wet Yeah, so you've got you've got explosive work environment there right away, haven't you? So you've got to be yeah. careful with stuff like that. And regardless, you don't want to spend time on your phone while you're supposed to be at work. So it must be a bit yeah. bit of a tricky one. And um, yeah, how, how did you find that the actual short course? Then you say you had that that meeting with someone offering that training. Have you got along with it? Has it worked for you, or or do you feel um, like it's left you a bit in limbo? What's your experience?
1: It's left me a bit limber because I'm dyslexic. I struggle with maths. Now, when I was doing, de- when I was learning back, when I was doing my two three nine two mock exam, I, sh- I struggled with one of the principles. I was like, so I gave him a phone call. I mean, I just gave me a list of answers and I said, not I need not answers. I don't know what I need to be doing." And then that didn't work. So I got, I got some help from of my friends who do on the same course. And then, like, oh, you stick it. So I did. So I'm finding it okay, but I am also at college as well. I do like an evening course Monday and Tuesdays, English and Maths, level one. Yeah. But also, I need to, to get onto my level two, I'm at level three. I was told by the electrical teacher that I need to do my level one and two in math. In math. That's also one of my goals. That I to do that. Yeah. So so i am it- quite busy. Yeah.
0: I imagine that's quite a challenge, especially, like you say, with, with dyslexia. I'm familiar with that myself. And, and following Nick on YouTube, you're probably aware that, that he's the same. I think there's quite a lot of people in the electrical industry who seem to, to have that in them for some reason. I don't know if that's a, a, a trait to lead us towards being electricians or not, but it certainly seems quite common, I think, amongst us all. And it is a difficulty. So you are right. So when we do have these you know, technical subjects we have to pass and having basic English and maths... It can be a real difficult challenge, and when you're not in a college environment all of the time, especially through the COVID, I'm sure your college evening courses went running through through all of that. You know, no, it's, I,
1: it's I did it? online.
0: Yeah, it must be really really difficult for you, and yeah, you know, it's it's a really hard situation to be in. Has that course kind of been extended, or have you just had to plod along with it on an evening as normal? Well,
1: the course, the lecture course that I'm doing now at the moment, is online with weekend practicals. Um, I've only paid for the edge edition part of PMR 2392 at the moment. Um It was extended till June. No, sorry. I was meant to finish Christmas just gone. I've not extended it six months. I now have passed everything I need to do. I just need to do my practicals. My practicals don't start till September, which, you know, altogether, I've been probably doing this for about two years. So it's kind of like it's pushing me back a little bit. 'Cause in my head I've got a goal that i want to make sure I qualify past everything by the time I'm like thirty two, thirty-three. That's my that's my main goal. You know what I mean? No, i also do one young, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, yeah, you're dead right. Have you um looked towards the, the portfolio and the AM two? Are you aware of stuff that's you know involved with any of that? Have you been looking at it as yet? Or yeah you kind of on the back burner I, now?
1: I've been watching I've been watching all of all of I've watched all of you guys' videos. Um, I've also been watching a guy named Adrian, I think it's uh, Adrian, the election guy. Oh, Adrian,
0: a- Adrian Davey. That's it, Adrian
1: Davey, yeah. Yes. I've been watching a lot of his videos and he was talking about what routes to go down. Yeah. And what's best, and he recommends friendship. Everyone does, and nothing. that's what. I'm trying to push forward. Yeah, I've been looking at stuff like that as well, sort of thing.
0: Yeah, I mean, the resources are there on YouTube. We've spoken about it before on, on our podcasts. And like we say, there's there's Gary Hayes, there's um, Adrian, there's Sparky Ninja, um, there's Joe Robinson, Craig from Completely Electrical. There's all of that information there. But ultimately, you need to kind of be given the opportunity to go out and show the work, don't you, and build your portfolio. So you need the the work experience. And if you're saying you're working in a in a, a concrete plant, you know, fulfilling the whole requirements of, the portfolio is going to be tricky without access to some domestic work, for example. So, you know, that's, yeah. a, real, that's a real challenge for a lot of people actually going down the um, NVQ and portfolio route is having the whole wide range um, of, uh, of work environments. So, I mean, there's actually employers who are in touch uh, with myself at the minute who were saying they're trying to take apprentices on, but some of the colleges are saying they don't have the varied work roles for them. So it's quite a quite a common thing. And I think the ECA do a little secondment thing where apprentices can kind of move around employers to get a bit of that experience. So maybe that's something we could look at as, as a wider industry to give people the opportunity to kind of swap jobs effectively for a, a period of time to get a bit more experience. Would that, would that help you out if that was an option?
1: Yeah, like it, it, it definitely would. Like at the moment, the days that I work is I work 60 to 50, 56, 56 hours a week, Monday to Friday, start six in the morning, Finish about finish about five, but anyway, I get up at half three in the morning. I have to do my studying every morning. I get up at half three, study for an hour. That's what I do before I do anything. Is I get my book out, my edition. I read it, read it for an hour. Like I like I'm, I make sure like I'm, I'm focused on that. Uh, Focus on like passing all the courses. But yeah, like I do. I like I do what I do. I would like to have like some weekend work with with someone. Cause like, I'm, I'm from um, I'm originally from Birmingham. I, can't accent. I can
0: I've hear said,
1: that, I've, yeah. <laughs> i moved to, um, do you know, Leicester, Loughborough?
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm familiar with that area.
1: Yeah, yeah, like I've, like I've, I've moved to Loughborough, so like, I've tried to make much content as possible, really, so like I can get like extra work, so someone said, oh, um, we can work for you, I'd happily do it, because it's it's my career, it's so yeah. like, it's what i focused on. and like, it's Saturday or Sunday, I was like, I definitely do it, because it's built my skills, you know, not just doing just industrial, but I could do it, Wow.
0: things. Yeah, I mean, that's a that's a really good thing for you to be putting yourself forward for. And if there are any employers watching this who are in the Leicester and Loughborough area and you've got a bit of weekend work um, where Leo could perhaps come down and, and gain a bit of experience, drop in the comments on this or drop a DM over or reach out to myself or Leo and we can try and see if we can make that happen. You know, it's something that Apprentice One-to-One does, you know, as a community try to do, give people opportunities to go and get a bit of experience and, and work. And, you know, there's, there's lots of people in Leo's position. So if you are watching this and you do have the opportunity to even just provide a few hours on a weekend or a, or on an evening or something where people can fit in and around other commitments, and that'd be a really, really useful thing to put yourselves forward for doing. And there is some government support for making that happen as well. So if you're, you're a business, you can apply for grants and funding as part of the T-Levels training, for example, there 's some of the levy grants you can reclaim. And even if you're taking on an apprentice uh, in full, there's up to £4,000 that you can com- uh, claim as well up to September this year. So, you know, consider it. There's a whole group of people who are desperate for an opportunity to become electricians. Leo sounds like he's absolutely determined to do it. He's on that path already. You know, you, you, you'd you be helping somebody out in the next generation. Uh, so, so reach out and, and if you can, offer that role, um, even if it's just on a short-term basis. So, so, Leo, looking kind of forward for yourself, you've mentioned that you ideally going to get into some sort of uh, management role if you if you can in the future. So it seems like you've got a, a little career plan mapped out for yourself already. Um, you know, as you as you kind of build forward towards that, are you looking to have a business of your own doing that or is it kind of working as a manager in a different business yourself? Uh, I
1: would like to work as a manager for like a, for an electric company first. Is the how to all run sell Pep's door for about a year or two? And then I'd like to set up my own company. And I'd also when I like my company, i like to bring people on like myself who like who struggled to get into getting into work because like there's lots of people that I wish could help, but I'm not qualified yet. And I've got my own company, there's a lot of people that go, oh, yeah, you work for me. You know I mean, but obviously it's all about experience for I me, mean, and that's what I need like the most. You know, like I've been let down in the past by one man band, some people that I've, I've worked for before, promised me the world like, oh yeah, give you this and that event. I went for, for like two, three months and then I haven't bothered to responding, to that sort of thing. Also, I'm interested in doing like competitions as well. Okay, competitions that, competitions that I've looked at, you have to be like an apprentice. So I'm saying like, yes, you know,
0: in the traditional sense, yeah, just, yeah. I mean, if, if you've heard of a guy called Bob Nasida, he runs a, a few of apprenticeship competitions. Uh, and like you say, generally they're in colleges with full-time apprentices. So I know exactly what you mean with wanting to enter and put yourself forward. When you're not on that route, it's quite difficult. And it, it's no fault of your own that there's you know, positions out there for yourself. Uh, that would be really nice, actually, as, as we map move forward to have a few of these competitions. So I mean, maybe it's something we can look at as industry to set something up where we can have, you know competitions for people to enter and showcase their skills from uh, backgrounds such as yours yeah definitely. so um if if you were giving advice to your younger self so say you could go back and speak to an 18 19 year old leo would you suggest doing an apprenticeship in the traditional way or would you have carried on on the path you're on anyway what would be the advice to a younger person or even yourself looking back in time looking back
1: in time i would have done my GSDs all of them I, I would have done uh, either a you or I would have worked saved and then did like an evening course but still do the right path because like for example there's some people that I work with at the moment they're you know they're all like older than me but they haven't got that drive Sort of thing like a passion. I don't know. I don't know whether I don't know whether it's just me or whether it's because they've been there too long. But like some of them, like I speak to them and I'll say, oh, "Wow, it's just it's just work." But to me, it's not just work. It's not. It's my life. It's good. It's my career. You know, we'll do it every day. I'm live living, breathe, <laughs> living, and breathing and that sort of thing.
0: Yeah, that's a fantastic mindset as well. And, and you are right. People do get kind of stuck into a bit of a routine with things when you've, you know, you've qualified and you've got that job and that role already. Uh, it's easy to slip into bad habits like that um so yeah looking at it from your point of view it must be incredibly frustrating when you're desperate to get there yourself um so you 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 are right that's an observation that's again fairly common in the electrical industry and other trades as well it's not just limited to us guys uh, yeah. so so yeah i mean that's that's great that you've you know you've, you've you've got that mindset and drive yourself and uh you know full credit to you do do you think as an electrical industry we need to look at kind of some of the um, things that are in place for when you are qualified so we're talking about the gold card and things do you see that as been um, a worthwhile achievement is that something you would be proud of when you have attained it because there's a few people that kind of call that into question as even a an achievement if you like what, what's your thoughts on that uh,
1: my thoughts on having a gold card is, is that's like achievement because from a gold card from the gold card sorry you can move forward onto the management roles depending on your background your experience you can keep moving forward and stop there you can do like a design course h design course you know what I mean just, just start there sort of thing and obviously what I know when I, when I get a gold card I'm, be like, I'm very proud of it because like I've, I've worked so hard for it to come and I'm going to keep working hard hard for it because that's what I want to achieve to go to the next step Um, what I'd like to ask you is you know after like the gold card what type of position could I could I go into is it like mind position or when I say another course how would how it all work quite properly yeah,
0: I mean, your your gold card essentially um grades you as a an approved electrician, so you can go out and work as a as as an, ele- an everyday electrician It kind of after you've achieved that, you need a period of maybe two to five years depending on your drive and determination just to kind of build up that that skill where you might kind of work towards supervising people on jobs maybe um yeah. you know and then you can look towards topping up that that training as well where you could look at your two three nine one for example your uh, inspection and testing or even your 2396 which is the design courses and that's a level four course or even things like um, a hnc or something as well Uh, you know there's all sorts of different areas you can kind of go off into but ultimately if you're moving into a management role it tends to be more on you as a person if you start picking up some of these projects and leading a little team just naturally anyway Other people tend to notice that and they'll they'll see you doing that. And, you know, you then can put yourself forward for those roles as they come up. People tend to move around, you know, as these sites open up and close with um, projects moving along, you can find yourself moving up the chain quite quickly if you've got that determination and drive. And having the gold card and being a qualified electrician is definitely the step towards that. You know, when you're when you're in that position, there's then a black card. I don't know if you're aware of that, but that's then the next level up, if you like, on the ECS card scale. So you move from a gold card to a black card, and that's called the management card. So if you're not actively practicing an electrician at that point and you're just supervising teams and managing projects, that's how you can then be graded. Um there's also if you want to move into the, the IET, I don't know if you've you've heard of them with the professional registration, so you can um, register with the IET and you can work towards things like the electrician's tech or even an incorporated engineer and a chartered engineer, there's a career path through there. And that can kind of demonstrate um, the the projects you've worked on and your ability to to lead teams and manage projects. So you can kind of show that through professional registration with the IET. And we do actually have an apprenticeship membership at the minute that we're kind of pushing with the IET. So if you wanted to join up as an apprentice, you've got that as well. And that'll open up a world of, of support through the IET for yourself as well. So they have um, training that they put on there's some financial support as well for people if they need it um, and yeah. there's general skills I mean you're saying about support to do with your English and your maths they do things like that as well you know there's a big community of people in the IET I think it's 150,000 people altogether. and you know quite a lot of them are apprentices so that's something to maybe consider as well Leo if you're thinking of progressing as into a management role as you move your career on looking at the IET maybe as a, as a route to demonstrate some of your your skills and how you want to progress your career so, I mean, that's, that's that's well worth looking into. Um, if you're not aware of it, I'll, I'll drop it over on a message after, and you can have a little look at that yourself. And one of the questions I do ask a lot of people who come on this podcast, and I'll ask it to you now before we jump back, because I want to talk to you a little bit more about your, your short course. But what sort of tools would you recommend as a basic setup for an apprentice or an adult learner coming into the industry? Because I get asked this a lot. You know, what's a, a basic setup that you'd recommend for someone who's wanting to go out onto site and just get involved in a bit of work? You know, sort of 100 to 200 pound level. It doesn't have to be anything fancy. If you were looking to do that yourself, what would you be looking at?
1: I'd say look at um, basic tools like hand tools, screwdriver, hammer, uh, pliers. Um, and say I'm say, knocking off kit. <coughs> Sorry. <coughs> yeah, locking locking off kit and like um a tester. You know you're gonna work in live, but it's always best to practice safe isolation. You need to like I said it's very important.
0: That is a great shout actually to have a locking off kit and you know your voltage indicators and proving unit. Great shout. And like you say, basic hand tools is, is a fantastic thing to have as well. You know, that's a that's a, a different answer to a lot of people. Most people go straight on the hand tools and the the other instruments to offer up a safe isolation kit. That's a great point. Um, yeah, I fully agree with that. Looking back at at the, at the short course route there, can you explain a little bit more? Well, it's not a, not a short course route, but explain a little bit more about how your your current training works. So you're saying at the minute you're doing um, a college evening course, but separating that out at the minute, How's your actual so, training? How's your actual training take place on this short course? Because you're at work during the day. Are you doing that yourself on an evening, or is it led by a lecturer somehow through? The basically,
1: inter- I am with well two colleges. One's private. One's my local college, uh, Steven, Stevenson College, right around the corner. The college is called New Trade Career. So, how it works is to send you, sorry, send you like a book like this.
0: Okay.
1: And then, like, you have to read through it. I and mean, you do something called TMA's. Yes. And then once you do your TMA's, you, you read the book through all the information, and then you go online. You like an online portal. You, you type it in, and the, t- the teacher will check it, and then it will it will lead it up to a mock exam. And then after after you pass your mock exam because order online. Yeah. After you pass passed your exam, they'll invite you into a training centre around the UK, like Huddersfield, Wolverhampton, they've got, you've got new, uh, Derby. Okay. Yes, and and Dartford. Got, so it's a bit like um trade uh, skills. Yes. But, but apart from different routes you can take, they do domestic installer, um, fully, you, like, fully but to give you 14 months to pass it, Okay, well, obviously, it's based on like finance, yes. Based on like, you know, like you take finance out and you pay like 180 a month for, them, wow. 40, for the 40 months, you have to like really like you know, like wet really. Yeah, I have
0: work, so
1: like, say, like if, if I get stuck Monday to Friday and weekends, I can bring my teacher. Okay, but what's really annoying is that when I try to bring my teacher, I get through to like the promise. Right. What well, a gap is, and I think I'm a teacher, so it's, it's quite
0: difficult. Occasions, it's Yeah. So it's the it, 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 it's the learning aspect all on you then, really. So you're given the material, and yeah. it's up to you to kind of take it in and absorb it and learn it, and then complete the um, assessments and the exams. And it's only yeah. if you're kind of having difficulty that you get the opportunity to speak to someone about that. They're not actually teaching you over Zoom or anything, and you're not attending a classroom. No, no I mean that's that's, the, um, that's actually the only. A really difficult way to learn to be honest
1: the only zoom but like, the only recordings that they do is when you go for your practical sessions which um i'm gonna i'm gonna be doing my two three nine two section of very casual is level two okay There, they have got some youtube videos on it and on what to do so it is to do do some stuff on, online but it's all the cash and stuff is online basically it's so all i'm going in for now and i'm going to going for a practical weekend so yeah, it is a bit hard really because when you get stuck you have to send an email and then and they will call you so yeah basically like, it's on, online with weekend practicals
0: yeah so this is it's, it's a really powerful experience you've got there and i imagine there'll be people who might watch this and then they're in a similar position to yourself so you're actually paying out every month for this this learning and this opportunity to to qualify. And, you know, you're desperate to get a bit of experience and, and build a portfolio and work towards your gold card. Um, you know, it's just having the opportunity, isn't it, to do it. It must be really, really tough. And, and hopefully someone who watches this or sees some other posts on social media from myself or other people are going to kind of be able to offer a, a bit of support and help for people like yourself. They know that's, the whole aim of what I've been trying to do over the last year or so. <coughs> yeah, just I know. give, people, I just give you, people an opportunity.
1: Yeah, I think what you have doing, like, is brilliant. You know, like um how like I could watch one of your first videos and I was like, you know what? Like, it's like a little bit of inspiration. Cause like you know, like you didn't like you didn't know how to use YouTube or like you know what I mean. And you <laughs> you started a, <clears throat> sorry. so you started I and mean, you did all of it and I was like, yeah, that's really good. Like I do I do want to have a YouTube channel.
0: Oh, do you? Oh, What's you your
1: channel? Yeah. No, no, sorry, I do want to, want to, want to have one.
0: Oh, you want to do one? Oh, you yeah, yeah. Do it, mate, get on board and do I'll it.
1: I want to do one, but the reason I haven't done one yet is because, obviously, where I work, they're, they're funny with phones, so maybe like I can get some work on the weekends when I, will, I will start recording. I definitely want to do, one, do one, Try one. I'm, I'm, I'm going to take it.
0: Yeah, I mean it's a great way to show other people some of the stuff you're involved with. And like you just said, I knew nothing about how to use YouTube or social media in general. Some of my early YouTubes were absolutely awful from a production point of yeah, view. Yeah, found it, you. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. some of the some of the new ones aren't even that brilliant. I try my best, but I encourage everyone. You know. Just get out there, show your work, share your experiences. We can all help each other, even if some of the stuff that we're actually talking about isn't how it technically should be. We can all learn and help lift each other up. And just sharing a bit of common experience, it shows that you're not the only person going through that scenario. Because sometimes, I imagine, certainly over the last year or so, you maybe felt like you were you know, the only person in the world who might have been going through some of those struggles when the reality is there's a lot of others out there really suffering in their learning and trying to get an opportunity to work and, and you're not on your own and and the internet and social media gives you that connection with others, doesn't it? I certainly find that anyway.
1: Yeah, it does. See, at the moment, on the social media that I've got, I've got um, LinkedIn. I a, I've i got Facebook and Instagram, but it's not activated at the moment because generally I took a break from it all. And I thought I need to contract now because June's coming around the corner. And that was my deadline. I was like, his contract I studied on it. I was like, Yeah, so the only thing I've got now at the moment is LinkedIn. I still watch YouTube. Once things start going in properly, I will re them all up. I haven't done it yet. But I took that break.
0: That's yeah. nice. now I think everyone gets to that point when you're a bit busy with things in the real world. You have to kind of separate yourself away a little bit as well. And um, yeah, I'll pop a if you agree, I'll pop a link in the show notes to this YouTube video to your LinkedIn profile so if anybody does want to get in touch with Leo and you've got an opportunity for a bit of work for him around Leicester and Loughborough you can get in touch with him if not you can send that message to me and I'll, I'll relay that on um, otherwise i just want to i want to i want to thank you Leah, for coming on and taking the time to share your experiences and have a chat with me and being patient enough to wait for me to get these back up and running again you were the first person on the list there's a few other people as well who've been in a similar kind of situation from when i stopped doing these and you know they're going to follow as well is there any other questions you want to ask me or anything you want to say before we finish this off um but oh uh, yeah
1: well yeah there's, there's a couple of questions like um, how did you how did you like first start like I know I
0: think I, I know you started doing engineering, didn't you? Electrical. Yes, yes. I mean, I've got have got a background that kind of comes from electrical engineering and um, electronics. So I was I was lucky in the way my career kind of panned out. Um, anyone who's watched some of the earlier videos, I had ex- exposure to the Ministry of Defence sector, and it kind of had an electrical based. Um, work and some electronics within fiber optics and communications and stuff so I was really really lucky I appreciate that not everybody gets that kind of opportunity and experience uh, so yeah that's kind of my background I've got a bit of a mixture of, of both elements there.
1: Um, and how did you like do you work with any other like any of the electricians like any of like do or have you worked in any other?
0: electricians yeah, so no, no, i you with sam uh no sam's sam's wants to come and work with with us on a few bits and pieces he's itching to come up and do a bit of work with us i run my own small business so i employ a few electricians in my company um i work with other electricians in my local area so we kind of have a community where we help each other out if you know a big job comes up or something and we need a bit of manpower on it we all kind of share the work out amongst each other um more across the uk um i do subcontracting to other electrical companies as well via my own so you know i am in and around other electricians fairly often in in the day job and you know that's something i try and encourage other small employers to do is is reach out in there sometimes it seems like other electrical contractors are the competition and you shouldn't have anything to do with them but it's actually not like that you can help each other out um you can tender for bigger works together um, you can build that solid network so if you're a little bit quiet for work you've got someone you can ask who might need an extra pair of hands and, and you're trying to do that in your way right now Leah maybe without even realizing in, in trying to build up some uh, network of people you can work for on a weekend as your kind of career progresses you will have those people in your network who you can reach out to in the future who might be able to help you out and you can return that favor back to them as well so so yeah I do work with other uh. electricians
1: how would I um go? Obviously, because I'm not, I'm not qualified, and obviously there is there is good people that I do that I do want to work with, other YouTubers that I do want to work with. Sorry, because I watch them, I think, oh yeah, How how do I go about working with other electricians? Obviously, like you know, I'm an mate. I'm not uh, qualified yet. But how do I how do I go about it? How do I go about working with other YouTubers? How, how
0: would you recommend that? that day? I mean, that's just making the approach to them, I guess. It's it's a difficult one because if you imagine someone like uh, Nick Bundy or, or Jordan or Tom Nagy for example, they probably have thousands of people asking them if they can come and work with them. So, you know, it's yeah. a, it's it's a difficult one. It's trying to stand out a little bit, I guess, if that's your goal. If you wanted to come up and do a little bit of work with us at some stage, that would never be a problem. I'd be happy to do that. But yeah, it's it's just getting that communication with them i guess and building a a bit of a rapport so you could try following on social media and joining in on the comments on some of their videos and posts that they make and see if you can build a bit of a to and fro in the comments section and then maybe put yourself forward for doing a bit of work with them Um, maybe uh, maybe some of the influencers on social media if that's what we're going to call them might want to look at doing something like that if they get a big job on inviting some apprentices down to come and spend the day working with them you know, as the COVID rules hopefully relax. I mean, that's a big block to any of this at the minute. If, yeah, they, if, if they relax, then perhaps if any of them have a big job on, they could have a bit of an open day or something. I don't know. I'm just thinking out loud. But, you know, sharing that experience out amongst other people is a really powerful thing. And it's it's a great suggestion. I, d- I don't see any reason why somebody wouldn't want to do it. Um, but it, it's organizing it, I guess. And, you know, there'll be a lot of people like you who would be desperate to go and have that experience as well. So yeah. it's a difficult one. Um, I don't really know how to actually make that happen for you, other than to offer it myself. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. yeah, I think you've answered um, all my questions. I think yeah, I think, I think you've answered I think, like, um, actually, Yeah, there is one more actually.
0: Yeah, fire away. Um, wow,
1: well, it's about me, but obviously.
0: Yeah, yeah, go for, go for it.
1: Basically, what it is is um doing my. I've my, my short course. I'm going to get it finished. Um, also, I do my evening course in the evenings, Monday and Tuesday. Brilliant. Doing my, doing my maths master English, level one. But I've got to get up to level two. And I've also been offered a place to start my level two, set Them coming. Okay. But I have, to, I have to pass my level two before that time. Yeah. It's a bit of a tricky one, but the company I work for now at the moment, I'm not saying that they're funny, but like I've tried to ask my apprenticeship and they're saying that you know, um, why would you know, why would they offer apprenticeship because I'm that like, age, you know, it's a bit difficult, yeah. Would you say that I was like, I go to college, I still go to college, or would you say that I just continue with my uh, my friend from just work that
0: way? it's a really difficult one for someone in your situation, you know, it really, really is, isn't that. I sympathise massively, it's hard to really give the right answer to that. Um, But if you're going to go to college, you need that employer. I mean, you're saying you don't mind taking the reduction in your wages to go through that process. Um, So if you're prepared to commit to that, because obviously the apprenticeship wages are a little bit lower than what you might earn as an electrician's mate, for example, certainly in the first year. Uh, It's having that that discussion with your employer. Um, As we said earlier on in this podcast, there are some grants that are available to them So I don't know the size of your employer, but if they're a reasonably big company, they probably pay into the levy system. So they'll be able to draw down on some funding from that as well, which would help cover the cost of your training and some of your your wages. There's also the government COVID grant for hiring apprentices. So that's a possibility as well. But it's having them willing to have that discussion with you if you're saying that they're not really open to it anyway. I did have that
1: discussion with them when I first started because in my CV, I put um, the levy grant like a link. Yeah. In my in my C V and when they rang me and I spoke to face to face, said I couldn't often work with one baby to me a friendship. My heart my heart is still going towards I still want to try couldn't <laughs> get a friendship, no matter how long it takes. Like I think that's the best route
0: yeah. for I me. Mean, you- you're on the path already with your with your evening courses and, and your short courses. You might as well see that through while you're doing it. And if you can complete the portfolio separately to that and get the right experience and get your gold card and pass your AM2, you know, that's, that's an industry entrance point at the end of the day. You will have satisfied the requirements to qualify as an electrician. Um, if you yeah. can convince your current employer to give you that apprentice role and, and go to college and some colleges will transfer over some of your existing qualifications as well as part of the apprentice framework. So it's not always a case of starting from scratch. There's a reasonable chance some of what you've done already will have crossed over and you'll be able to kind of get through it a little bit quicker in a, in a legitimate way. So that's worth speaking with your local college as well. So if you're already there on an evening, it's worth having a chat with them about that to see how you know they would feel based on what you've been doing in the private college as well. And and then yeah. ultimately, I guess, have that discussion again with your current employer, see if they would be open to that. I mean, you can't make them at the end of the day, can yeah. you? But is all yeah. you can do, is all you can do is ask the question. Um and in terms of trying to find other employment somewhere else for an apprentice role, is all I can say at the minute, is really, really difficult. There's um just in apprentice one to one, there's over a thousand people right now who are desperate to get a job as an apprentice and, and it's they just the roles aren't there. That's the sorry, sad answer. Um, you know, so if you've got an opportunity where you can perhaps make that happen for yourself within the company you're at now um you know press at that if you can is my advice
1: yeah
0: but otherwise thanks again for coming on for the chat i'm gonna um put this together and get it out as quickly as i can because i think this is an important podcast to share with other people you've raised a lot a lot of great points and your experiences will resonate with a load of other people i know they will and um, I will, as I say, if you're happy to do so, I'll share your details in the in the YouTube yeah. video as well. And when you get started up on YouTube, let us know and we will talk about you on our channel as well and, and help you build an audience yeah. of your own. Yeah. I'll certainly follow and subscribe to you and your activities. And if I can get you to come and do some work with us, we're actually in and around your area on occasions doing work and um, but it would be during the week. But I'm sure we can maybe get something. You know, synced up where we could perhaps get together and do a day's work with each other, and um, maybe even yeah, yeah. record it for YouTube. It'd be brilliant to meet face to face at some point. Yeah, and, and at the very least, if you if you're not already attending, there's the lecture at the end of September. I think it's the 29th or 30th of September, and that's in Coventry. So that's not a million miles from you. And that's yeah, that's ours two-day trade show so if you're free to come and join us there there's a the whole load of us from apprentice one-to-one one and other places all attending and it'd be fantastic to see you there yeah, yeah. otherwise thanks for joining me leo it was great chatting with you i'll let you go and enjoy the rest of your evening and uh, catch up with the family and whatnot thanks for taking time out for talking and i'll hopefully speak to you again soon thank
1: you again thank you very much right. cheers
0: mate bye now bye bye